Hi everyone and an extra big welcome to the Dedicate podcast. I'm your host Kate Ivey. Today I am chatting to the amazing Brodie Kane. Most of those in New Zealand will know who Brodie is, but for those that don't, she is a media personality who is equal parts hilarious, talented, confident and inspiring. The overall theme of our podcast is that through tough times we become stronger and it's often our rock bottom that creates changes and enables us to achieve amazing things. But I didn't get a chance to actually talk to Brody about that today. We ran out of time because I wanted to make this episode a bit different. So instead, Brody answers questions from Dedicate members and from her hilarious mum, Jo Kane. Gosh, we cover some topics with this. You will learn a lot about Brody, how she achieves so much, what drives her and her learnings along the way. Plus, of course, there's quite a few laughs. I know you'll enjoy. Hi. <laughs> Are you recording the video? Nah, just the audio. Oh, good. I'm still in my nighty. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish we were recording it then. It's cute. <laughs> Is it Christmas? I can tell oh, no, it's dogs. It's, well, it's Christmas, but I didn't actually buy it thinking it was Christmas. I, I bought it because of the little dogs. They're super cute. But it's a Christmas, it's a Christmas nighty. <laughs> I love oh. it. Just been cleaning the house. <laughs> oh, perfect. And what do you listen to when you're cleaning the house? Do you listen to your own podcasts or something else? Oh, no. No. No, no. I'm too sick of the sound of my own voice. Do you listen to um, um, crime like me? No, I listen to music. Oh, music. I, I forgot that was a thing. <clears throat> I love music. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still a music person over a podcast person. Are you? Yep. Even in the car? No. But what am I car. saying? No, no, no. Car for me is music. Cleaning is podcasts. They've got their time oh, no. and their place. Yeah. Do you no. groove it on when you're cleaning? Yeah. And who is that behind you? Um, that's <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Michelangelo. Yeah. Did you think Lola. there was a ghost behind you? No, I knew who you were talking about. Like, the other stuff. That's Brody K Media stuff. And cool. then just graduation beer. Cute. Super cute. And what's on the cards today apart from cleaning? Um, I've got to go out and run a few errands and then... I've got to go and do a wardrobe fitting for the rugby final and then oh, exciting. another podcast. Awesome. And is that a typical day? I mean, I know no day is typical for you, but is that roughly a typical day? Uh, th- th- there, I don't think actually I have a typical day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, 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 luckily, um, I've had uh, some really, really busy weeks um, but I've made it quite a priority that to not like if I've got a day where there's not a lot on, I allow that to be the the thing. Whereas um, previously I'd be like, oh gosh, I'm oh I'm not busy. I'm not. Yeah, succeeding. I need to fill so, that with something. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got I've actually been getting a bit better at doing that. Oh, good on you. I can 100% relate to that. So how do you get to that point? Oh, I think a, a, f- a few bouts of. Um, you know, borderline burnout or completely yeah. overcommitting yourself and mm-hmm. running yourself to the ground and you're like, why did you do that? So yeah. every time you do that, you learn a little bit. You do. Yeah. And you go, I would never do that again, but you do, but you just never do it quite so intensely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um no, it's been a it's been a busy few months. I think it has been for everyone. And I feel like I was actually speaking to someone about it the other day who was like, we probably all um in a really weird position where we still have, you know, like the, 
the hecticness of the past two years, but we're all trying to like make up for it, kind of make up for lost time. But everyone's exhausted. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, basically, we can do anything we want now. So you're like, how am I going to fill this time? And it's the same with the kids' school stuff. It's like it's crazy the amount of extra school stuff they have, and um, you know, school camps. It seems like everything's just come at once. Yeah, full on, full on. Um, Okay, so I'm quite excited because. Obviously, I'm talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. Um, Were we already on the clock there? Was that not just small talk? Are you already, (laughs) was that already, have we started? I don't really have a start and a finish. We just start and we keep it if it's interesting. Do you have a right with starting now? People might hear that I'm in my Christmas nighty. Oh, they will. I hope so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the stuff. (laughs) That's the golden stuff, isn't it? Oh. Am I well, supposed I to say, I, no. oh, by the way, we're recording now? Is it well, like a legit, like, <laughs> respect, polite thing to do? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. No, It's not I, really my job. No. It's my part of it. <laughs> I, I, look, as a habit, I do, but you're right. You probably do get some of the best stuff um, yeah. when well, people it's, don't it's, think they're on. Yeah, because you're more relaxed and you just sort of talk naturally, don't you, when you don't think you're recording? Like oh, even me. I won't change. No. I'll be the same the whole way through. You will be. And it's, I mean, it's what you're good at. And I have to say that I find it nerve wracking when I'm interviewing people like you, because you're so good at it. it. I guess it brings out my insecurities. So I've been stressing about this, like how, because how am I, how are we going to make it different? Like, what's it going to be? But I came up with something. So okay. So <laughs> we're going to talk about challenges you've had in your life because that's what we do on here. And we're going to talk about fitness. But first, I've got some questions from our members. And then oh. I've got some questions from Joe Kane. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is ideal. This is ideal because, I mean, you've oh. lived an incredible life and a lot of people have um, heard some of those stories. Some haven't. And I was, you know, what I mean, wondering where do we start? Where do we finish? How do we fit it in? So this is quite a fun way to do it. Well, I think okay. I'm, I'm quite proud of myself about this. Well, me and my <laughs> Christmas nighty are ready for you. <laughs> it looks fabulous, by the way. It's super cute. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it could almost be um, could almost be a t-shirt. Oh, it's a well, yeah, it's a long. I love it. That's why I love it because it's just an oversized t-shirt, really. But I mean, you could almost, almost. I'm not saying you could, but you could almost wear it out with some jean no. shorts. No, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. Now you're taking it too far. No, this never leaves the house. (laughs) Okay. Okay. First question, they're in the order that I got them in. So how the hell do you fit it all in? How do you fit everything in? A diary. Mm -hmm. A calendar is very important to me. Um, uh, If it's not in there, it doesn't exist. I I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way, but (laughs) through all hard learnings become good things because I'd been meaning to um, get the calendar. I mean, it's basic. It's email calendar done. I've been meaning to set aside two minutes in my day to say, hey, I need to work out how you work this thing because I don't use it. And yeah, yeah, guys, so I um, arranged a time to meet Brody, but I didn't send her a calendar invite. So it didn't happen. I I messaged her the night before. I was like, oh, ready for tomorrow. She was like, um. No, I've already filled the gap. Sorry, you need to do calendar <laughs> invites. 
Yeah, uh, basically, um, I, I I was I think the first time I really started taking a, a an online like a yeah, mine's just a Google Calendar. Yeah, um, was when I worked on breakfast and because it was just like you're always running on borderline lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. I just needed to know. I just needed to put things in the diary. Yeah. So, but then from then on, I've just done that ever since. Like everything goes in there. Everything. Yeah, everything goes in my paper diary. But it also is online. I guess it's just how did you make the switch? I don't know. I just love my paper diary. I still I no, I don't have a paper diary, but I love a little written out on paper to do list. Oh yeah, like that. There's still something about crossing things off with a pen, and I do have a big notebook where I write a lot of notes and stuff. So I sort of have both. But the calendar's good because it's on my phone. You know, it's on my phone. Yeah. Um, and you get notifications. And- yeah, yeah. Usually so do you, I don't set, I don't always set notifications because I don't, uh, but I, because I like, I don't like my phone annoying me um, with the bing, bing, bing. Hmm. But I will, um, I always keep an eye on what I'm like, right, what's happening today, sort yeah. of thing. And so yeah. do you ever find yourself um, caught out without cell phone charge or anything like that? I've actually, I left my, um, I left my phone charger at the rugby on Saturday night and um, I haven't replaced it yet. So I've been borrowing my flatmates and then, um, so that's the job for today. It's in, it's in the diary to go and buy one. Today. <laughs> what what time is that happening? That's that's happening after this. I've got to go out and do run three tasks yeah. after this. And yeah. then, um, so that that's included in that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Proudest moment. Oh, Proudest moment. Um, oh, I would probably say, um, if I'm, like personally, something that I'm most proud of myself is probably finishing my first marathon. Awesome. Um, when was the yeah. first one? Auckland 2018. Oh, yeah. So not that long ago. No. And awesome. so probably that, and also, um, I'm really proud of of working for myself and and how that's gone over the past couple of years as well. Yeah, awesome. So those so, two things. Awesome. And so I love that both those things are recent as well. Yeah. Yeah. And why do you think those are the things? Like what is it about those journeys that make you feel so proud? Um, I guess – I don't know. I, I feel like when, uh, first of all, I'd, uh, I'd definitely say that your 30s are just a great bloody time of your life. I feel like you're, you te- well, you're zero to 10, you're just, what are you doing? You're learning to be a human. <laughs> your teens, you're learning to be a human. I mean, I did some cool stuff in my teens, obviously, but, you know, and then your 20s, you're navigating um, society and where you're play- you know, you're mm-hmm. overthinking everything and like, oh, where do I need to be? What should I be doing? Oh, this is what I should be doing with my career. Yeah. I feel like in your 30s, you finally go, <laughs> oh, okay, I can calm down. I- mm. I- I'm who I am and this is this is my path or this might not be my path. Mm. And But you're content. Um, you've got all your nearest and dearest. You've filtered out all the dicks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so you, you, you're, you're sort of at a position where – you allow yourself to be uh, proud of things that you've done and actually mm. celebrate it. And because oh, I don't so like right. celebrate and talk about it enough, and no. but we but we should. So I feel like probably that is that is why that they've both been um, in my thirties. 
I mean, that I, you know, you can yeah, tell yourself, your younger self to have been that way. But I also think that that's kind of important that you've got to learn along the way. Yeah. And I think when you're younger, you're always looking for more because it's probably natural selection as well that you need to drive to succeed because once upon a time it was to stay alive. You know, you always want more. And then when, when you get to your 30s, it's kind of like the best of both worlds, isn't it? You're still kind of young, but still, um, but got some, you know, you've learned a lot and you're a bit wise as well. Yeah. And you just, and, you, and you're open to um, challenges a bit more in terms of, oh, this might not work. Okay, mm. sweet as if it doesn't. As, whereas I think when you were younger, you were sort of like, oh my God, I can't fail. So, yes, well, it'll be the end of the can. world. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And what led you to, we've got a wee fitness bit at some point, but what led you to start the marathons? Um, I've always, I've always been relatively fit. You know, we grew up um, in South Brighton and Christchurch and then out at Waikuku Beach in North Canterbury. And the beach was always um, a massive part of our lives. Um, we spent all summer there. Mum was a really good surf lifesaver. Her parents were really good surf lifesavers. Dad was in the boat, uh, road, was in the North Beach um, boat team. And so we're always, and they, and they were active. Like, um, I know that you've had mum on the podcast. Yeah. You know, her achievements are just mm, amazing. And dad was a good runner in that as well. So it was, it's sort of definitely the fitness ran, run the, the, was in the family. Um, and so, yeah. And so I did surf life saving quite, um, competitively and th throughout my teens and then, I sort of kept fit. Like I remember I, I ran my first half marathon when I was at uni. So I must have oh, been cool. like. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because I, I was going to say, why not earlier then? If it was so in the family, how come it was only well, recently, the but then you had, but you did do, to half, do a half when you were in your teens. Yeah. Which but quite I mean, a big in, thing. My, in my teens, I spent every summer competing and at mm. the beach. So it was, um, and to a, um, you know, I won national titles and awesome. represented Canterbury in that. So it was, I, I took all of that really seriously and I trained yeah. really hard. So I had a good um, uh, experience of of pushing myself, training to, like mm -hmm. sometimes in surf, we were training two, three times a day and stuff. So I, so I always had that kind of, could push myself and then yeah. had, um some time in the territorials of the New Zealand army, which was also like wow. pretty extreme fitness challenges. Yeah. So it's always been there. Um, and as I say, yeah, ran, ran a half, I must've been about 19 or something. Yeah. And that was cool. But then I, I feel like, then I moved to Auckland and really liked it to pursue my career. And I think I just stayed fit, you know, like I went to the gym and yeah. stuff and I didn't, like because I was learning about what I wanted to do in my career yeah. as a journalist. Your mind was sort of elsewhere and focused on I'm, other things. Yeah. Yeah. Finding myself in Auckland and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and so yeah, I always I always kept fit. Like I remember would all I joined the Les Mills up here in Auckland. Would always go to like body pump and then body attack, and <laughs> yeah. RPM and all of that kind of stuff. So I did do all of that. And then uh, well yeah, but I feel like why did I get back? Why did I? Oh I'm, then. I must, 2017, I must have run the Auckland Half Marathon. Daniel Faitawa and I ran it as a bit of a challenge when we were working on breakfast. And um, and I remember, so when you do the Auckland Half or the Auckland Full, you come in, you've done the first half of the course is exactly the same. And then 
when the half is going to finish in Victoria Park, the full marathon turns left and of oh. course runs out to yeah. St. Helier's. I just remember, I remember going, oh, I could totally turn left. Yes, nice. <laughs> and so Love that, it. that was when I decided, and I knew that mum and dad had both done marathons and that, you know, it was something that I always thought would be a pretty cool achievement. So I was like, radio, doing it next year. And, and yeah. I did. So Awesome. Um, and yeah, what a feeling. And so how many have you done? You're about to do third, is that, or fourth? Fourth. About, about to do fourth. And yeah. um, I heard you say that your focus for the fourth one at Queenstown Marathon is to enjoy the whole thing. Yeah, well, the, is it as, possible? as ridiculous as it sounds, Queenstown next weekend, when at the time of us recording this, is um, is actually just a training run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because a fortnight later, I have the, the Kepler Challenge, which is a 60K mountain run. Um, Amazing. And so... Uh, so two reasons as well, though, with, uh, Queenstown, I, I'm actually, I was supposed to do it last year. So it wasn't actually part of this year's plan and it wouldn't have been, but I was doing it last year to raise money for the catwalk spinal injury trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously it got postponed to March and then we're supposed to do it March and then it got postponed again. So that's why, that's my, my purpose for doing it is, um, having raised money for that char- amazing charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. We just went well. It, yeah, it's a couple of weeks out, so we'll just tick. We'll just re- literally just tick the legs over. Um, and when you say we, do you mean you talk? You're just talking about you, or is there two of you training? No, yeah, I'm just ticking the legs over me. Yeah. We the, yeah. the, the the running yeah. machine, the whole machine. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, but also it'll be a little bit of redemption. The last time I did Queenstown, I had an awful day. Awful, awful, awful day. Yes, that was so, one of the member questions, actually. Yeah. Um, they'd heard you talk on a podcast about you thinking that you'd overtrained for that one. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so I what have you done differently this time? And yeah, talk us through that. Well, I haven't been training for it, for it so to speak. Um, I Like, um, I don't know. I just but feel But you like would you have been, if, if you didn't have the Kepler, you would have trained for this one, right? Or is that yeah. just now you're just constantly doing long, long runs? It's just you could just do a marathon anytime. My relationship with running has changed because I'm not, um, I've moved. I know that I'm now about to do this, but I sort of, I don't necessarily think that I'm just going to like run a marathon every year. It's hard, run, training for a marathon, particularly one that's on the road, is really, really hard. Um, so I've sort of moved more into, you know, a bit more sort of adventure type things, mm-hmm. um, which means that your training is more about like packing the car up and getting out and getting out in the elements at stupid o'clock in the morning on the weekend and grabbing the pals and yeah, sometimes with Caro down the river or whatever, yeah. or whatever. Um, so, so I do, so I love, so I love running, but I don't. I know that when I was running for a couple of my marathons, I was just running all the time. And I, when you look back, I was like, you were always in fight mode. Like you were all, your legs were obviously always tired mm-hmm. and there wasn't enough balance. So I would only like, there's sometimes like I'm sort of running three times a week mostly, but sometimes it'll be two. It'll be like a mm-hmm. long one on the weekend and, so you're um, listening to your body a lot more and not just running for the sake of it because you have to. Well, I feel like we're always like, oh, we're going to train for a marathon. Oh, I want to do this time. Oh, well, I need to do this. And then it's like, what? well, this is just for me personally. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, 
what's that for? Yeah. Like, you know, when I wanted to do, I was like, oh, I must go. I reckon I could go under four hours. Well, that's when I had Queenstown. It was the absolute pits and I went mm-hmm. way over four hours. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, oh, I couldn't give a toss. It's like, it's not for me. Um, it, it's more about how you push yourself, how you handle your challenges on the day yeah, and the, the memories you create mm-hmm. um, in the training. So, mm-hmm. so I've sort of moved, I'm not out to win it. Yeah. No, no so I really like that. A thing. Yeah. Um, and so my, my, my relationship with running is a lot better because it's like mm-hmm. about what, 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 about why the are you journey. doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing it? It's because you know that you enjoy it mm-hmm. Um, that no one run is the same. You will always come home and feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, You won't always have a great run, but there's just something about it that, um, makes you a better person mm-hmm. that's so, really good because I um did the Queenstown 10k a few years ago 2017 I think it was so and my goal was to get under 45 minutes and I Jesus Christ I hadn't done it before I've done it once in training and so that was my goal so like what you're talking about there the journey was massive but I was just so focused on that I did 45 18 and beat myself up over it now I mm. look back on that and I just went for a 6K run then. One of the kilometers was at that same pace, but I'm thinking, how the hell did I do that over 10 kilometers and why the hell did I not enjoy it at the time? Because what a bloody waste. Like mm. what's the point if you're just being hard on yourself the whole time and you're just so, too focused on a goal? Yeah. Yeah, because you go, well, what am I going to remember the fact that I, you know, am I going to, am I lying on my deathbed going, oh, I remember when I ran, oh, that, that 18 seconds. Time. You're going to go, actually, fuck, I ran mm. 45-18. That's incredible. What yeah. an awesome person, you know, like, yeah. and you going 18 seconds over, what well, does that define you? You know, like, oh, yeah. that's a shame. It's like, actually, that's pretty bloody awesome. Mm, I'm way know? more proud of it now than I was at the time. Yeah. Mm. And then I wanted to, sorry, I know it's not about me, but I like talk about myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, and the, I just like analyzing this fitness stuff. And then I did the um, Hawks Bay 10K, like, right, we're going to get under 45 this time. Well, it was sounds like your queen someone. It was a hell of a race. It was longer than 10Ks. It was nearly 11, the bloody course. It took me like 47 or 48 minutes and I was in pain and I hated it. Yeah. So, and what for? Yeah. Why? You know, like. <laughs> and then I stopped I- doing this events. <laughs> Yeah, good. Yeah, you go. Oh, what am I? What am I doing this for? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because you know, there are day. You know, like the other day we went and did it. We were doing our last big training run slash hike for Kepler. Mm. Um, and there was where we went out, which is this beautiful t- two tracks. Actually, one's called Amanawanui, and the other one's called Gibbons. They're way out west. Oh, yeah, I saw it on your um. Instagram it looked amazing. Yeah, by the um where the Monaco, I guess it's the where the Monaco Harbour comes in. And we've we're coming back up these like there's thousands of stairs, thousands. And I keep saying to Chris, don't worry, there's no stairs, there's no there's no stairs going up. There's a there's a handful of stairs at, yeah. um at Kepler, but I keep saying that to her. And you have your moments where you're like, we've got this running joke. We were in the like the the pits of despair, like we just you know, our assholes are basically falling out and we're like, <laughs> it's good for us. It's good for us. Yeah. And, you know, like just at the most ridiculous times. 
So is um, that what you say to yourself to keep yourself going when times are tough? It's good What's for your, us. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. about if you're, if you're not quite there at that lightheartedness? You know, what if it's so horrific that you can't be that positive? What do you say? You just can't be that positive. You just got to work through your pit yeah. of despair. Like, and you just you keep just moving, eh? But it's, and you get through it. Yeah. yeah. You just got to keep, you do just have to keep moving. And just, if you need to have a little cry, have a little cry, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out because you'll get sick of, like, you'll get sick of that that space. Like yeah. when I was, when, when Queenstown went badly, it was, lit, I had been, I was, so, I'd done so, as I said, so much training. I stacked it, like hit the wall at 17 Ks in. Yeah. That is not okay. And it took me from about 17 Ks to about 29. So 12 Ks of utter despair mm-hmm. and furious and hurting and hating it until I came out of it. And do you think that a lot of that was because you had done so much training, it meant so much to you? So it was like, this can't go badly. This has to go perfectly. It was, it was anger, disappointment, being absolutely exhausted. Yeah. Fucked. Um, All these frustrating emotions and, and feeling like you failed, feeling Mm -hmm. like, oh my God. And then, then, but then the sort of, then you would like tip yourself in and be like, okay, come on, you actually have to mm. get through this. You've got a really long way to go. You can't just sulk on this run. You can't just mm. sulk the whole way. But it took, as I say, it took 12Ks um, to fight, fight off mm. the, the, the anger and that. Isn't it interesting how you go through, because I I even get it playing golf, when you have really bad holes and you can't get yourself out of this despair and anger and stuff, Um, and then you get out of it and you look back and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking like that? Like you ruined it by thinking like that, but at the time it's so hard to get out of it and you're trying, but you you know you should get out of it, but you can't. Like you just have to keep trying and then eventually you pop out. But I feel like those emotions are really important because I I have learned more from that going that way than I would have if it hadn't have gone that way. Yeah. Um, and that's life, it, isn't it? Yeah. And so similar kind of um, challenges mentally were, you know, we I had during Dancing with the Stars where it was like, you know, you'd you'd finish a weekend of dancing of of the shows, and then you'd get back to Tuesday, and then just the sheer horror of having to learn two new dances. Honestly, the, the how did you do it? Would repeat itself, and you were like, yeah. you each week you'd try and be like, you got through it last week, so mm-hmm. please don't, please don't have tantrum Tuesday and wah Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. But you couldn't, you couldn't stop it. Like, yeah, literally, it's part even, of the process. Even in last week when I was getting to live out my dream and dance to Proud Mary, I was even harder on myself because I was like, "You've been wanting to do this and you can't do it." God damn it! <laughs> so, but you, but then you were like, "You will trust the process. You will, you can yeah. do it." But like again, I, I think. I actually think those mental battles are actually really important because yes. and why they why I love doing them why I love physical challenges so much mm-hmm. is that when those emotions play out you learn so much more about yourself that you can mm-hmm. translate into your work life into your everyday life yeah. um and so that really is one of the driving forces for me in terms of why I do it because it puts me in such a good mental space for mm-hmm. tackling other parts of life and, yeah. and I think that's really important and that feeling at the end 
it's that yeah and it teaches you you can get through anything does it and then just have to keep battling away and good things happen yeah and nothing like you know everything's got a finish line Mm. you know everything yeah yeah love it okay biggest fear spiders oh yeah not alone there just can't can't deal so Uh, even the tiniest little baby one you're Freak. No, I can. Uh, no, the tiny. Funnily enough, the tiniest little baby one I can deal with. I can. I can live with a daddy long legs, as long as they're just not in my space. But I can. Yeah. I can. I can cope with them. Mm-hmm. But then you. But anything that's like you know, when they get like black and dark and Hearing. ugly, then I'm just. I'm not interested. Um, Have you had I, any I, encounters with them, like in Australia oh, or anything? Oh no, no. Thank goodness not in Australia, no. But that's what, I mean, no, I always think, oh, how nice it would be to live on, you know, like one of those hot parts of Australia, but I, I could never do it. And I mean, because I would hate the snakes and... Yeah, and like crocodiles and all sorts oh, of things. all of the things. But no, spiders, I, um, I, I I once had, I once ripped a massive chunk of my hair out when I was cleaning <laughs> my teeth in the bathroom and one crawled down my hair <laughs> and I screamed so loud, screamed the house down. <laughs> Took off all my like ripped out this clump of hair. Took off all my clothes and was just having like a, a meltdown um, upstairs. And like <laughs> mum and dad were like, "What the hell?" And I was like, um, so, <laughs> "They thought something was seriously happened." Oh yeah. And then there's and then like I remember once in a flat that I was living in, there was a big spider in my room, and none of my flatmates were home, so I slept in the lounge because I was like, I can't, I couldn't get rid of it. So. So yeah, I, I wish I wasn't that way. I don't like, co- I mean, I don't like many bugs, like cockroaches, uh, uh, you know. So, lucky we don't see cockroaches much, or do you see them quite a bit up there in Auckland? You probably do. Auckland, Auckland loves a cockroach. Yeah. yeah. The Marlborough Sounds have a few. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So they're, they're And what about fears. mice? What do you do about them? You're okay? Um, look, I would probably jump up on the, um, off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, I mean, they're little, and, but no. Rats, uh, no. Oh, yeah, no, that's a whole nother ball game, eh? Yeah, not cool. Oh, yeah, quite pathetic when it comes to all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we know what to do if you if you cross us. We'll just oh, turn up. I'd, yeah, no, that wouldn't be funny. It's not even a funny joke. Don't even joke about that. <laughs> um, a question that you've sort of answered, but I don't know if you want to go into this a bit more, is what's your why? You spoke about, um, you know, with your training, your why. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I think it's a combination of the adventures and the people mm-hmm. that you um, get along the way. It just, you just can't beat, as I said, packing the car up, going on a mission yeah, and um, being with people, having great conversations and, and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is pretty amazing. Um, and also, yeah, the other bit of learning how far you can push yourself mm. and um, having such a good, I guess, um, way to way to deal with challenges and that that can sort of help you uh, in your everyday life. And there's nothing like crossing a bloody finish line too. Mm. Achieving yeah. something you don't want to do is like the best. Even yeah. a, even a workout when you don't feel like doing a workout or a run, you do it. It's so good. Yeah. So, yeah. So just getting and, and being ex, and, and acknowledging and being extremely grateful that I'm able to do all of mm. those things that I do as well. That's yeah. That's something that I feel grateful for every single day. Do you have any injuries? 
no. Touch Sorry. Wood. Sorry, no, that's no. not a good question. So close I mean, to your Kepler. I can't actually walk properly today. Um, after uh, Tuesday, I can't walk properly. But, but okay, I thought no, you were going to say because of okay. the Tinder date. But anyway, that's too far. Oh, if only, if only <laughs> was that, Kate. My God. Um, but no. So, but no, we're okay at this point. Tight. Tight Achilles. Mm. Um, but I mean, hey. I feel like tight Achilles is kind of the worst part to have tight on your legs. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm sort of shuffling along today. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got a good masseuse. Oh, I'm just actually about to start, try a new person. Ooh. So I'm very excited. Um because nice. I, I had an amazing one down in Christchurch. So yeah, this is um hopefully this Auckland one is brilliant. And do you use massage guns? Yeah, I can't, I, at the moment, my leg, I tried to do it last night. It was too painful. <laughs> oh, okay. You're that deep. Yeah, yeah I'm that deep. Yeah, it's like, ah, not even on sitting, not even on the lowest sitting. It's like, oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you find wearing heels in the weekend? That'll be good for it because you'll be up higher. Heels in the weekend? Oh, hey? do you? I thought you were you're wearing heels for your work. Oh, God, no. Do you no, not no. have to wear heels when you wear? Because you, I see you're glammed up. I just assume you're wearing heels. Are you wearing sneakers? No, shit, no. It's the rugby. I've got a pair of sneakers on. Oh, how good! Don't you love yeah. that now that sneakers are a staple part of, you know, any attire? Yep. Yeah. No, oh, I'm it's game I mean, I changer. Like, I like to wear a heel. Uh, I like to get glam from time to time, but no, I will not wear uh, no no heels for for work unless it's like emceeing something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a sneaker girl. Oh shit, that's a bonus. Yeah. Um, another question: How was your time on Dancing with the Stars? Again, you've touched on this. Um, what else would you like to share with us? Like, it looked like you said like one of the most challenging things, but it wasn't one of your proudest moments, or it was. Oh yeah, no, it was pretty bloody proud. It was pretty yeah. amazing, um, and it was such a like it was the most unique and wonderful experience I've ever had. You know, it was mm. so, it was such a like whirlwind, crazy ride. Um, and it completely took over my life. Um, but it was amazing. And when you got asked, was there any hesitancy or was it like, yes, a hundred percent. That's what I want to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's always been my favorite reality show. Yeah. Um, I've always loved watching Dancing with the Stars. So I was always like, oh my gosh, I would love to be on that show. Yeah. And it's so hard. Like it is really, gosh, really, bet. really hard. And every day it was because our season, usually the seasons are like 10 or 11 weeks. Um, ours was only six. So we, from the get go, had to learn two dances every week the whole so time. So why was it only six? Uh, probably COVID, you know, like probably yeah. just. Yeah, I it does. Say. If there's even any reason, we're just playing COVID. COVID. <laughs> Probably yeah. COVID. But, Who um, knows? COVID. It was, yeah, it was, it was absolutely incredible. Like it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Mm. But if you said, oh, look, we need you to start again tomorrow, I'd be like, okay, fine. Cause I'd just amazing. do it again. It just... And it seems like the friendships that were made were just, you know, amazing. Yeah, we made, made some lifelong friends. Um, Enrique and I've been texting because he's been overseas and I'm like gosh we haven't even had a boogie in weeks (laughs) um you know so we yeah so we've we've made some amazing friends and you got to like you got to look 
fucking awesome and like yeah. there's amazing dresses and hair and makeup and yeah. dance you know and do learn. you choose your outfits or have any say in your dances oh you or? had you had quite a bit of say in everything um yeah you shared sort of your what once you knew what song and what dance you were doing you could share a bit of a vision of what you kind of wanted to look like so yeah it was cool. um yeah it was pretty cool it was pretty amazing yeah and um you had no previous dance experience apart from no. when you tried a bit of jazz when, when I was about three. Yeah. yeah. No, no other form of dancing. Oh, you did so Thank well, you. seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Incredible. Okay, highs and lows of your business. Um, highs would be oh, definitely producing and hosting podcasts and how well they're going um, in a space that um, I've been involved in and in a wee while and, and it's definitely sort of blowing up now, particularly here in New Zealand. So having a beautiful supportive um, and strong like listenership um, in the podcast that I'm involved in is pretty amazing. Um, Cause it's quite unique what you've done. You're going out on your own. Would you say like, Oh, I think people do tend to No, I, I wouldn't say necessarily there's, there, there are quite a few independent businesses, but um so, well, yeah, there's a lot out there, I think, that are doing it on their own, which yeah. I think is awesome. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I, th- but I think that um, being involved in that and, and having and being really proud of um, of what we do is is definitely a highlight. Yeah. Um, another highlight is us just pulling off an amazing, like doing something with the podcast. So we've just done two, the Girls Uninterrupted shows. Um, yeah in Auckland and Christchurch with the aim to get a bigger tour going next year. So like, cool. you know, making your a, a podcast at more of a, a different kind of product, which is really cool. Um, and also being able to work for myself and um, be my own boss. Because if you had a nine to five or in, in your industry, there's not really a nine to five. It's more of a 2am to 12pm sort of a role. It'd be quite challenging to do some of the, adventure things that you do and lead sort of the life that you do oh I no I think you 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 can always you can always find time to do that kind of stuff make make time for what's important to you yeah I don't think that um I mean I'm only probably fortunate that I can work work flexible hours but um yeah it's the flexibility is amazing like I often think that when I'm doing something um you know I think about women with three kids like I have and having to work eight till five or whatever and how much harder it must be to fit in things that they want to do yeah yeah I mean everyone everyone's got their got their priorities and Mm. and what they have to do and um how you know how they live their lives and stuff but yeah for me um I'm career focused and, you know, I just because I might be on Instagram at 10am going for a run doesn't mean I'm not working. Mm. You're always on. People are always totally. talking yeah. or asking you questions or engaging with you on Instagram. But you also, I might have worked till 10 o'clock the night before. 100%, um, yeah. And that's, again, that flexibility, which, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and re- yeah, so um, I don't even remember what the question was. Neither really. Um, okay. Highs and lows of your business. Sorry, we got oh, sidetracked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Oh, look, lows sometimes, I guess, is just that you still have um, days of self-doubt and um, freaking out about whether you're doing the right thing and whether it is all working or whether, mm-hmm. you know, like, so you still get that get that um, from time to time. Um, and I don't necessarily think that probably goes away, to be honest. So you mm. just sort of uh, try and, like, you kind of can allow yourself to sit in it but also just go, okay, it's hard to sit in it, eh? It's awful. It's not fun. Yeah. But yeah, so you try you, and go, why am I feeling like this? What's the purpose yeah. of this? And yeah, what do I need to change or whatever? Or sometimes it's, sometimes just, it's just a what, tiredness, isn't oh, it? Or you're just in a funk, you know? Yeah. Just like, yeah. So, but I, and I, yeah, as I say, I don't think that tends to go away. Um, and I think it's, um, if it does go away, it means you're not pushing yourself outside your comfort zone enough, potentially. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I would definitely agree with that. Mm. Go to running fuel. This is great. We're just shopping and changing all sorts of different topics. What's the question? Go you, to a running fuel. Um, so I use pure nutrition sport gels when I'm out running um, and also their electrolytes. Um, or, or, or I'm a yeah, big fan of, of their products. Uh, and obviously they're locally owned. Yeah, I was so, about to say um, they're a Christchurch based, aren't they? They are. So they're yeah. fantastic. So I use their gels, their electrolytes, their electrolyte pills. And they've got um, protein powders and stuff as well, don't they? I don't actually use oh, the protein powder, yeah. but I use all the gels and all yeah. the hydration. But they do, yeah, they do have protein powder. Um, and then it's just like a, it depends how, that just for a standard like long run, but like also if I'm like for Kepler and stuff, there'll be um, some like sort of we've found, I can't even remember the name of them now, but there's like the tricky thing is it's really hard to eat. And when I say it's hard to eat, I, I can eat, but you've got to find the right things that aren't too chewy, soft mm. enough, but like it's really, really weird when you try and eat on a long distance run. It's thing every, Almost every, almost everything is too chewy i assure you why does it but, not go like, down it's so weird I, isn't it it just like it rolls is. around in your mouth i don't know i don't know what it is but 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 for long runs like homemade pie um and uh, like so like bacon egg pie or mum's egg and bacon pie not to be confused with bacon egg pie well yeah what's this what's the difference well, here i might have missed it oh uh, does she do it around the other way oh god don't even don't even <laughs> Basically, her pie is called egg and bacon pie. Okay. Do not even, you don't even <laughs> want to dive into that. Um, so if she makes it for you, it's egg and bacon. Okay, um, sure. And so that's probably what we'll have. Um, probably have a couple of pieces of that on the on the Kepler run. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, some like, there's a couple of like good bars that we've found that aren't too chewy. Mm-hmm. Probably take some little packet of salt or vinegar chips for like right towards the end for Getting the salt. Getting that salt, yeah. Yeah, um, some hundreds and thousands bickies. Yeah, chocolate. Yeah, hundreds and thousands mm. biscuits. Ooh. Yeah. They're good, aren't they? They're great. So, yeah, that's that's sort of the plan. But probably just on the um, Queensland Marathon, we'll just be, I'll be all right on gels. Yeah. Yeah, and what mark do you take the gels? Uh, first one's usually at like 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. And then an hour 30. And then half an hour thereafter, every half an hour thereafter. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And because um, I've never actually taken any, I've been given, because um, I've only ever done as far as 10Ks. 
been given them and then been too scared to take them because I haven't practiced with them. So if there's anyone out there listening who has got the event next week, which a few don't, will, don't, don't start. start anything. Yeah, nothing new. Do way. not do anything new on the no, day. No. Do not even buy a new T-shirt yeah. and wear it on the day. <laughs> yeah. It will rub you in the places you had no idea. One single thing, not yeah. one single smidgen of anything on race day. <laughs> that is Just, great advice. Are you listening, everybody? <laughs> honestly, do not, nothing. Do everything. Yeah, don't be like, oh, what's that? You know, even if you're running past the, um, the, the you know, the aid stations and it's like, oh, because the Queenstown mm. one, I think, is like they have real, like, they've got Powerade and then they've mm. got, like, Flat Coke and they've got even, like, baking and stuff. Don't. No. Don't. Don't do anything that you haven't done because you yeah. can get the shits. Yeah. You get oh. your tummy. Yeah. If you've got a t- new t-shirt, you'll chase. Yeah. And then actually, but also, yeah, just don't, don't try your luck. Just normal. The same. Yeah. yeah good. Very good advice. Um, I was about to ask you about poo stories because as a long runner, it's just part and parcel of it, isn't it? I mean, you long runners must, it's not even a thing because it's so common, you know, it is a thing, but it's not like a funny thing because it's so normal. What's your, what would you mean? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like what? Like going? as in, yeah, finding yourself caught out in the most horrible places on a run. Oh, no, no toilet. I, haven't, I haven't been, I haven't been caught out. Um, I've only, no, I, I've only been caught out like on run of the mill runs. Ah, like and just they, yeah. what going for a like, casual five k, and you thought I yeah, don't need to eat in the my afternoon, and then you've because yeah. it's just five k. Yeah. yeah. So no, I I feel like when you're well, unless you get like an upset stomach, <laughs> stomach or something, I feel like on my long runs the night before, like with the day before and the night of and the morning of everything's done in a very safe, mm-hmm. safe manner, <laughs> and then I'm always make sure I wake up early enough to make sure that I've got time for whatever needs to move out to mm-hmm. move out. Oh, that's um, the worst. If you know it needs to move out and it's not coming yet, you're like, come yeah. on, mate, you need to come out. Yeah. So but, your time. You know, usually if you've, if you've planned your diet enough for the night before, um, it's usually like clockwork. Um, but I have had to shit in a bush a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and that's just, if it happens, but I mean, even the other day I went for a run and it was in the morning. I must, I don't know what I'd had the night before, but I did, I had to emergency toilet. I was luckily I was, you know, around the neighborhood and there was public toilet on hand both times. Um, so, but yeah, it's a, they don't teach you that they don't teach you in the, in the running guidebook that, um, once you need to go to the toilet, there's not really a way out other than going to the toilet. It doesn't tend to go away because what you're doing is you're bouncing around, shaking it up, moving it down. Mm-hmm. So it's not really possible to. Because you can well, make I, it, I've learned, you know, you can make it go back up by sitting down or like sitting on a corner or something. Kind of. Oh, God, no. I've, I, <laughs> but if you're running, with with, if you're running, you can't, you can't, not no. going to stop, are you? Not with, no, never. So you have to figure out a way. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, here's a goodie. Well, it's a random one. You won't be expecting it. When do you mow? I'm looking for this now. No, it's just, I'm laughing now because it's awkward. I'm laughing because it's 
You're going to be like, why are you laughing? Anyway, when do you mow your lawns or use power tools? Is there an appropriate time? I'm just laughing because it's so random. Or is it, no, have I you know guys talked about is. this? Have you, yeah, I thought maybe you and Joe have talked about it. No, they're asking us because they know that I hate, they know that I hate the sound of a power tool. Oh, okay. I love it. Then. Yes. I'm obsessed with my <laughs> hatred of power tool. So at the moment, I live in a in a like a rental property, so we're very lucky. Someone comes and mows the lawns. Yeah, but if I were to be mowing the lawns like I was in Christchurch, it would always be in the morning, but after nine a.m. Yeah, because so, there's a lot of elderly people that you can tell they've waited till seven thirty, but it's yeah. still it's too early, isn't it? Yeah. So I feel like you're nine a.m. But I really feel like. Getting your power tool shit done between 9am and midday is the sweet spot. (laughs) Like that's a good time to get your shit done. The morning, you know. Um, Don't be be starting your chainsaw at 4pm when I'm having a gin on a Sunday. It's just bad management. It's got to be one of the most annoying things and no wonder you've got the hatred for it of living in the city, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. so I'm sort of like, I even know that, I don't know if she still got it, but when mum had a wee thing going with her neighbours, that they would all like have a sort of, they had a bit of a pact that they wouldn't do the lawns at a particular time. I can't remember what their rule was, but they'd all basically try and smash it out on the same day or something or so that it wasn't like, oh, you know, um, but yeah, I, yeah, I would say if you were doing a bit of DIY, um, yeah, no, it's nine a.m. till midday, and once or I'll give them to one. I'll give, give them to one, one. Yeah. and then get out, unplug that shit, and sit down. Yeah. So what happens if you know you sleep in or you've got other things on? What do you do? What's I can do it next weekend. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start anything at four p.m. or three p.m. Do so not do that. Someone needs to invent like a really quiet lawnmower. Like you've got your Dysons now that make bugger all noise. Yeah. I'm assuming just, they don't make much noise. I don't have one, but it seems like they don't make no, much they're, noise. No, they're quite loud. Are Dyson's they? Loud. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, um, okay, scrap that then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but um, that would be good, wouldn't it? How could it you, would be good. How could you do that? That could be the next next big thing. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet lawnmowers. Great. I'm not going to get confused. With, sorry, I've gone a bit silly. Is um, cars. Electric cars. cars. Yeah. <laughs> they're basically silent now. Electric yes, ones. they are, but not, so, not lawnmowers. No, but electric lawnmowers will be. Oh, when yeah, someone invents them. My lawnmower is actually quite quiet, but it's more like then you delve into like water blasters and yeah. shit like that. that Drills really, and yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know how you make any of those quiet. No. Um, What's your favourite dessert or sweet treat? Um... Favorite dessert, probably just a good old oh, either sticky date pudding or chocolate self sauce pudding. I feel you on the with sticky date cream. with ice cream. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ice cream's key. God, I'm looking at the time. This is awesome. We're just gonna we're not gonna get through my part. We're only gonna get through going to get through the members part and Joe's part. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, because we've got some big heavy questions. Toilet paper on the holder. Is it over or under? Over. You're a monster if you have it under. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
future oh okay this is a big one future aspirations both career and sporting oh I don't know just keep just keep enjoying both actually I'm I wouldn't sometimes I, I feel like it's a bad time of year to ask someone what their goals are because the goals yeah. are just just to get to the year. yeah you're right <laughs> so, and what but, we we're saying before about if you go too heavy on the goals they actually destroy your life don't they yeah no I'm I, I, like I definitely um where is it yeah. getting yeah, just just to keep enjoying both. I think yeah. if we've learned anything, um, our enjoyment and our happiness is pretty important. So, reminding yourself that it's important to be happy with what you're doing. So, yeah. um, if that means that the goalposts shift, that means that the goalposts shift. So, just just keeping on and, and loving what I do. I love that so much. Yeah. Oh, that's. I think that'll have um, be more inspiring and helpful to people than lofty goals you know yeah. because we've had it drummed into us so much you know to set goals and achieve them and then what happens if it's you know you're not enjoying along the way and it is too much well this advice is really good especially for a lot of our listeners who are juggling so many things and it can just get a bit overwhelming sometimes well yeah and you should be happy with making it through the day and mm. you know having you know just yeah I think we we do we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves so mm. like I do enjoy goals I, I definitely do but if you don't have them at, right at the particular point in time it's like oh you, you know so yeah you, um, you need them to drive just, but it's just keeping them in perspective through the week if your goal is just to get through the week for, for this week particular week or shit I just need to make it till Christmas then I can you know yeah. have a bit of a break or whatever it is mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be oh I need to make this amount by this amount or anything yeah. like that yeah 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 it's good have you always been so confident and real or was there a point where you reflected and thought bugger it I'm just going to be me I think I've always been me yeah um I feel like that has a lot to do with um, my upbringing and my wonderful parents yeah. um, and how they've raised me. Um, yeah. I don't think there's, I don't think there's ever been a time that I've not been that to be honest. Mm. And yeah, it's just evolved. Like we were talking about in your thirties, you're, you're more content and you know where you fit in in life. And well, ultimately you <laughs> also realize one of the really valuable lessons I've learned uh, in more recent times uh, which has been super helpful, particularly in my line of work where everyone's got an opinion on you or your work is quite public, is it's okay for not everyone to like you. Mm. And once you're at peace with that, that's a very, very powerful kind of way to get yourself through your, you know, your, your, your work. Do you think it's essential? Like you. No, they don't. And do you think it's essential that some people really don't like you? Because if you're trying to be a bit of this, a bit of that, then no one particularly likes you because no one's going to really resonate because you're not being a hundred percent yourself or one way. I don't. I don't think. No. I, well, if you're trying to be something you're not, you'll get found out. Yeah. Um, but. But. But I think that's sort of what I mean. Like you, if you want to be successful, then you need to be a hundred percent you, which is stupid because we're always ourselves. But it's just being authentic to your true self, isn't it? And being yeah. being content. I think the difference is 
that everyone's always them, but it's how much they analyze themselves. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I just know that it's not, um, it's not the be all and end all that to have everyone's seal of approval mm-hmm. or, um, you, you know, social media has made people become alarmingly reliant on the validation of strangers, mm. which is not a healthy place to be in at yeah. all. Um, and so uh, as long as you are listening to people that you value in your life mm-hmm. and are in a position to take on board constructive criticism from people that um, are important or you trust and so mm-hmm. on, um, then the rest shouldn't matter. Yeah. Um, as long as you're being a good person, mm-hmm. you're trying to be a good person. So, yeah. um, I don't I don't tend to think about it much more than that. Yeah. Nice. 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 Okay. Joe's question. Oh God. Have we just got a wee bit longer? Yeah. 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 Sure. I better go over a few pages here. Oh God. All right. <sighs> Tell me about your lies and untruths you told your mum whilst you're a teenager. Oh, for goodness! Sake. <laughs> so this is Joe's mum, by the way. For anyone listening in who um, maybe some of our Australian guests or anyone that doesn't know Brody, this is Joe's mum, and she is Brody's mum. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's <my> mum. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically the same person. We are the same person. Hatch from um, the same egg, yeah. So she, yeah, like I used to tell her lies all the time because I would always say that I was going to my mate's house to watch DVDs, um, which I did start at my mate's house, but then there was like a good year that we were going to the the illegal burnouts and stuff. Um, where were the illegal Christ- burnouts? Down in Christchurch. Yeah, at the YMAC or what? Where were they? Um, there was some out by the airport. There was some out like, you know, all those industrial areas. <laughs> Um, so we'd sometimes we go to them, sometimes we go to parties at the river. So yeah, basically for a good year, I was out like being a little shit, drinking and going to parties and being in the cars with boys and stuff. Did you go to Kaipoi or Rangiora for school? Rangiora. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I did that for a while and then, but then I, I grew out of it. Like it was, you know, fun at the time. And then it was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Next Um, thing, next thing, next thing. Yeah. But that was always quite funny. And there's, there's something about the, those fun times that you have when you weren't supposed to be having them. Like nothing quite compares now. Oh, yeah. You're just growing up making mistakes too. It's yeah. fine. You have a love of gin. How and why did that start? Um, that actually started when my wonderful um, granddad passed away and he loved gin, loved gin. And he... Um, but he used to make homebrew as well, which was, oh, gosh, that would <laughs> okay. really put the, put the hairs on your chest. Um, was it drinkable? Oh, uh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One. But, um, yeah, the day uh, of his funeral, we went um, and had a drink, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to have a nice gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is, whoa, this is nice. Why haven't I been drinking that? And, and that's really where the love affair started. So I've oh, got my... So cool. My late granddad to thank for that. Nice. And how old were you when you started on the gyms? Oh, gosh. How long ago? I'm just trying to think how many years ago he. How old are you now? 35, 36. Um, I'm 36. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, I can't remember whether it was, I think it's about seven, 
or eight, seven or eight years ago, I think, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Why did your mum stop you from jazz dancing when you were little? Because I was bad at it. <laughs> you know what our parents were like? Ruthless. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was about only about three or four, but I, yeah. I believe that's the case. Well, she just like, oh, I'm not sitting through this. This is horrific. We're well, out. You'll have to bloody ask her. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I it was only for a few. I don't even think it was for a term. Um, but then I went on to play the piano, which I was really good oh, wow. at. So. That's really cool. Well, she kept you in that because you could actually yeah, do it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Um, that is a good a good philosophy though, because I find I run around a bit too much after my kids. I might just axe the things that I don't think they're sort of Olympic level at and move on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Go, oh no, no, get out. Get out of that one. <laughs> um what are the things that trigger you to laugh? Um oh well we I mean these are all loaded questions, aren't they? Um well, we've all got terrible fart fart humor. So yeah, that's what she put in brackets. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> a fart will always a fart will always make me laugh. Um, and just people kind of um, like falling over, like oh uh, yes, not obviously hurting themselves. My like, sister has that. That's her sense of humor as well. Yeah, and when like she that, laughs at other people doing that, you can't stop laughing because her laugh at that sort of thing is just is something so. It's intense satisfaction and laugh, you know, it's, it's good. Yeah. So, just, so th those probably, those things are, are probably, <laughs> or laughing when you shouldn't be laughing, you know. Yes. Like in church or something. Yeah. Um, oh, One of my favorites was when you and Joe were in Croatia on that um, blow up thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was you. Uh, it was you. It was yeah. her videoing you. He was filming. I fell over. <laughs> she lost the plot. I also lost the plot. That's when we lose the plot. If one of us loses it, and my yeah. my brother's the same. If you get all three of us going, it's like oh, oh my, my dad's like Jesus. Look at the state of you, you lot. So we love a good laugh. Yeah. And so your dad, I've been um, wanting to ask. I don't know much about him. What's his deal? Muzz. Oh well, he just had his 80th birthday. Um, he was actually always a, a, a pretty good runner and, yeah. um, when he was growing up as well. And are Joe um, and Muzz not together? No, they're anymore. not together anymore. So how old were you when they um Oh, it was only about six years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's what they needed to do. And yeah. like it was hard at the good time. Good on them, yeah. Um, they're both happier for it, which yeah, is nice. good. Um, but, yeah, he was great. He was he actually worked on boats for a lot. He worked on the Inter-Islander for many years. Wow. Um, and so he was a, he's a really smart, intelligent um, man who's got an amazing, amazing music knowledge, loves mm. music, particularly from the 50s and 60s. Um, he's, yeah, he's a, he's a great man. He's a really, really cool, he tells a great story. Yeah. Knows, remembers stories from, you know, stories of old. Yeah. Um, loves engaging with people. Yeah, he's delightful. He's a lot, lot more calm and quieter than than the mum and I, which you probably needed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah you, all, you um, don't often have two really outgoing people together in a yeah. couple. But he, he's great. He's absolutely fantastic. And him. are there things in him that, um, you know, so it, People say you, you're so like your mum, but then when they meet your dad, they say, oh, yeah, no, you are like your dad. Or 
Yeah, I think when, when we're together, people can see the similarities. I've yeah. got the same lack of patience that he has. That's a question um, that's coming up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So lack of patience and um, see more like the sensitive side as well comes from him, and emotional side comes from him. Yeah. Yeah. Jo, jo doesn't have any of that. Oh, she does. Um, <laughs> she does. It's just buried a bit deeper. <laughs> Um, Joe's words she never talks about how organized she actually is emails texts on time work filed why so anal about it oh well, that's a bit of a that's putting it a bit negatively being anal about it it's just <laughs> yeah. being organized yeah. oh I just like that's how I like to live my life organized I feel like you know even from getting up in the morning and making my bed straight away that's like the first thing I always do um I find personally, just for me, that the more I have my shit sorted, the more my shit is sorted. Mm. Um, so if I've got like a well-oiled bloody machine operating, I will operate better. So that's, yeah. that's why. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing as shortcut, shortcuts, is there? Like if you have a really busy week, if you then go, oh, I'll just, I won't, I won't worry about the housework. I won't go for a run or whatever, thinking it's going to save you time. Actually, it's, it doesn't do you any good, does it? Yeah, once the wheels start falling off, you're mm. just like, oh, God. So, no, I prefer to be organised. Yeah, awesome. And that is how you get so much done and achieve so much. Yeah. Where do you get your impatience from? So you've answered Dad. that already. Yeah, Dad. Okay, a classic. This is the last one. Classic is your constant road rage. Why? Because we're terrible drivers in New Zealand. We all are. We all we all are. You know, we we're these kind of like low key cruisy people, generally. Mm. Um, when we're not in a car, the minute we all get into a car, we turn into absolute assholes. All of us. We're <laughs> selfish on the road. Yes. We are selfish people. All of mm -hmm. us on the road, including me. Yeah. But I like to think that I'm trying to. I'm trying to, like I'm trying to go with everyone. You know, like we can all get there. We're all going somewhere. Yeah. It's when people are being selfish. Oh, if someone makes you break unnecessary, it's like the end of the world. Well, just and fucking indicate. Just indicate. It's not that hard to indicate. Yeah. But also yeah. if someone forgets to indicate, right, maybe we go, oh, hey, that person forgot to indicate and said, it. why the fuck did you? What the hell? Yeah, we're just monsters. So, <laughs> but yeah, there's bad drivers on the road. <laughs> I see. I feel like you do need to take some responsibility for this road rage and realize maybe you're contributing to the whole to the whole thing with your oh, road I rage. We're all assholes, don't I? We're <laughs> yeah. all assholves. Some of us handle it other ways. But I don't toot at people. Okay, you don't toot. I, I will only fingers like road, or arms in the air. No, no, my road rage is just me yelling in the car. And it's only if there's yeah, like it's just but so if you're in the car with me, I guess it's not it's like okay yeah but so um, no one else knows they wouldn't know unless it is like a you know like unless there is a bit of a standoff and also like, you yeah. get a feeling though if someone's road raging at you even if you can't see it you feel it but I'll also like if I can see that someone's raging at me I'll try and kill them with kindness and be like sorry <laughs> you know so yeah what depends I love. On, my road rage only it depends on, like, it can be bad or sometimes I'm like, oh, mate, just chill chill out. Yeah. And so some days it's worse than others, and I think that's reflective of what mood I'm in of the day. Yeah. And if you're late, you know, if your calendar 
is yeah, running to play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> and Canary drivers are the worst, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, because that, yeah, because like you have to basically write a letter of application two weeks in advance if you want to change lanes. Like, <laughs> yeah, all the cars around me. I'm going to change lanes on this motorway on this day at this time. If you would be so yeah. kind as to let me in, that would be amazing. Yeah. But now nah, we're always like, nah, you should have thought about that. No, you're not <laughs> <letting> you in. <laughs> so, yeah. I get great satisfaction, though, out of, you know, um, uh, when someone's pulling out of a road and you stop and you let them out if it's a really busy day. And oh, like, yeah, that's nice. Oh, I'm a good human. And you're just yeah. like... But oh. only if they've been there for ages. If they've just got there. No. Oh, no, they can like, wait. If they've just got there, they're, it's like, no, 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 no. You yeah, can yeah, wait. Yeah. Wait your cars. turn. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's this unwritten rule, isn't there? Yeah. All right, that's all Joe's questions. Um, I, I'm going to have to go. Like, how long do you No, need? that's all. I, that's all because yeah. we're normally about an hour or just over. Um, yeah. So my questions are just going to have to wait for another time. That's all right. We can do a part two. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, because, yeah. Out of curiosity, what possibly more is there to know? I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, our podcast is essentially about getting to know people, but also about delving into our guest rock bottoms and what they learned and what they achieved because of it. So I was going to delve into that a bit more. So we yeah. could do that another time. We can do that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been really fun. Oh, it's been my absolute pleasure and um, good good on you for all the amazing mahi that you do and helping people and you know it's very very cool so um, thanks it's it, mate well done thanks mate and um it's awesome to have caro on our team who i know um oh. you've got a lot of time for as well isn't she an awesome human oh, i love her so much yeah. she is a wonderful wonderful woman i'm very grateful that she's in my life yeah she's so kind so just nothing's a problem just yeah good person no she's very very cool yeah well, thanks again so much. Um, stick to that calendar because imagine yep. if you couldn't get it all done today. Gotta go get out of my nighty. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it if you forgot. Have you ever no, forgotten? It's, it's time no. To get, no, 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 I'm not. I'm Are not you, have you suddenly got that feeling like I'm in my nighty now? It needs to go. Yeah, I need to get. I need yeah. to. Well, I need to get out of the house. So I've yeah, okay. Go. I will let yeah. you go. Thank you so much all for right. your time. No worries. See you Catch later. you next time. Bye, Brody. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you all so much for listening to the Dedicate podcast and a massive thanks to Brody for putting us in her meticulously planned calendar. If you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a five-star rating. Much appreciated. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you haven't missed Dom Harvey, an upside-down chat about life, IVF, training, marriage, career, and more. Polly Harding, losing my dad, moving to the farm, and more. Joe Kane, Brody's mum, swimming the Cook Strait in my new health journey. And Tony Street, grief, love, illness, and everything in between. Dedicate is the online Trans Tasman fitness community for rural and regional women, mums, and those that love a down to earth approach to fitness. Everyone is welcome. Short and effective workouts where we encourage you to do your best and never give up. Get your seven day free trial, come and train with us at kateivyfitness.com.